You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Welcome, everyone, uh, back to our podcast, Teach Me the Bible podcast. And uh, my name is Tim Webb here with David Klingler. And uh, David, we want to remind everyone, along with each episode, that uh, we offer a study guide for their continued growth. And you can get that study either by downloading the Teach Me the Bible app or by visiting our website at teachmethebiblepodcast.com. Also, if you visit our website, we have daily devotionals that David's lined out Tuesday through Friday with blog posts and also a Q&A with David. So if you have questions as we're walking through uh, the story of God and just how this is all coming together, um, you know, don't hesitate to ask questions mm-hmm. and uh, David will get back with you on that. Also, we want to encourage our listeners, our viewers, uh, this is not to replace your time uh, with your pastor in the church gathering, uh, please uh, use this as a supplemental tool, resource, also for pastors, other leaders in the church. We want to encourage people to know God's Word. And so the heart behind this is simply to help God's people know the Bible. Absolutely. So, David, we're going to uh, look at a, one of Paul's letters to Titus today. We're going to start that discussion, just an overview, what we're looking at here. What's Why would Paul need to write to Titus? Well, we're, our next two books are going to be Titus and 1 Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so why these these two? Well, um, this is uh, the, the two books, the two mm-hmm. epistles, where we get the most instruction uh, for the appointing of elders in the church. There's, there's other things that are going on in both of these books, but... Uh, uh, but both of these letters to Timothy mm-hmm. in First Timothy and to Titus here are um, two uh, key passages where we get the appointing of elders mm-hmm. and and what are what's the role of the elders and and uh, why do we even have elders and there's this debate mm-hmm. in the church about plurality of elders singular elders should we call them elders should we call them pastors should we call them overseers I mean bishops. it's just bishops it's it's this <laughs> it's this endless yeah endless debate um, and uh, you know about uh, church uh, church governance and what's the correct way and what's the biblical way and so we're going to jump into that uh, but uh, I want to uh, to just by way of introduction um, look at uh, verse 7 chapter 1 verse 7 for the overseer uh, must uh, be above reproach as God's steward not self-willed not quick-tempered, not addicted to wine, not pugnacious, not fond of sword gain, but hospitable, loving what is good, sensible, devout, uh, just, holding uh, self-control, holding to what is uh, what is what is true, what is good, holding fast to the faithful word, which is in accordance with the teaching. And here's the point: so that that so that in that verse nine is so important, so mm-hmm. that he may be able to exhort. In good teaching, in sound doctrine, and to refute those who contradict. Right, mm-hmm. that is the primary role of the elder, of mm-hmm. the overseer, uh, to exhort in sound doctrine, to exhort in the teaching, in good teaching. Well, well, that raises a question. All right, because we have all kinds of debates in the church about what's sound doctrine and sound teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never heard any pastor stand up and say, "Yeah, I'm the false teacher that right. Paul was." 
talking about, right? right. Beware of the false teachers. Beware mm-hmm. of the ear ticklers. I'm the ear tickler. Nobody yeah. says that. They all claim that they're teaching the, quote, sound doctrine, the straight truth, the uh, the the good teaching, the correct mm-hmm. teaching. Um, and the other guys, whoever the other guys are, the other people, they're, they're always the bad guys, and they're teaching mm-hmm. the wrong stuff. Well, how do you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's important that we go back to understand kind of this progression of how God has— revealed himself. He gave, uh, this is Paul's letter when we were talking about uh, back uh, uh, months ago when we were talking about uh, in Corinthians that he gave uh, apostles and prophets and uh, Mm -hmm. Ephesians. We're going to do Ephesians. After we do 1 Timothy, we're going to go to Ephesians. Mm -hmm. We're going to stay right there in Ephesus and we're going to go do do Ephesians. But but, uh, uh, apostles and prophets Mm -hmm. and pastors and teachers and evangelists, these are the people who are uh, to teach the word, but but the word was revealed to the prophets mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, writer of Hebrews says that to that you know you know he spoke in the Father or through to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and in many ways. So so God has revealed Himself through the prophets in the Old mm-hmm. Testament, mm-hmm. and the word given to the prophets in the Old Testament became flesh. It walked onto the scene right. in the person of Christ. Uh, and and Christ gathered together his disciples. His disciples are talked about in the book of Isaiah, mm-hmm. and he gathers his disciples, and he gives them his word, the words of the Father, the very words of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. The Old Testament prophets, the words of the Father, given through the Old Testament prophets, personified in Christ. Mm-hmm. Now he gives those words to his disciples, and he sends those disciples out, apostles. Uh, and so, you know, that gets us from the Old Testament all the way through the life of Christ and the life of his apostles after him. But now Paul is heading towards the end of his life. This is probably somewhere in 63, mm-hmm. so we're not—at least with Titus, 63 A.D. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not uh, quite to the end of his life, but we're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and now the question becomes, what happens after the apostles are gone? How do we uh, protect this teaching uh, the teaching of Christ. Well, the teaching of Christ is the teaching of the apostles. Mm-hmm. The teaching of the apostles is the teaching of Christ. The teaching of Christ is the teaching of the Old Testament prophets. The teaching of the Old Testament prophets is the teaching of the Father. So it's the same teaching. It's the teaching of the Father, the teaching of the prophets, the teaching of Christ, the teaching of the apostles. It is the once for all faith delivered to the saints. Mm-hmm. Peter says it this way in, in Second Peter, that any time after my departure, right. now Peter is writing at the yes, end of his life, yes. Y'all may be able to call to your remembrance the words of the prophets and the words of our Lord spoken to you through your apostles, Mm -hmm. right? And so Mm -hmm. it's always the words of the prophets, the words of the Lord, the words of the apostles, Apostles. which are the words of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the elder, the overseer, is appointed uh, in order to exhort in sound doctrine, Mm -hmm. to to teach the once-for-all faith delivered to the saints, exhort in sound doctrine, and— refute those who contradict. And so if you don't know uh, the words, the apostles and prophets, then you're going to struggle mightily. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, don't sign up to be an elder because you're going to be held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't sign up to be... A, it's it's a good thing that a man, desi- if he desires to be an elder, be an elder, it's a good thing he desires, uh, but you got to be able to exhort and sound doctrine and refute those who contradict because you are protecting... Uh, the very gospel, the very uh, teaching of the church. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if if the church goes astray, if the church is led astray, and New Testament epistles tell us the various ways in which the church is led astray and has been led astray. It's not mm-hmm. a big uh, surprise as we look at the church today. Right. Uh, the church is a mess. Uh, the church has been a mess for a long time, <coughs> right? Me. The church mm-hmm. was a mess in Corinth. The church was... There's always been places as long where the as there's church people, has been a mess. there will be messes. <laughs> but the, the but what the what the church at Corinth had was Paul. Yes, to exhort in sound doctrine mm-hmm. and to refute those who contradict. What mm-hmm. the Galatians had was Paul right. to exhort in sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. Uh, the Philippians, the uh, you know, book after book after book. This is what Paul's doing. He's exhorting in sound doctrine. He's teaching them and he's refuting those who contradict. Yeah. But now he's going off the stage. Now the person who takes his position, takes the role, uh, that role of ex- exhortation and sound doctrine and ref- refuting those who contradict, is the elder. So basically this this is the the link pin. This is the, the huge pin yes. for the church today. So this is absolutely vitally important. That and we it instructs this. the elders, the overseers, the pastors, the t- what they're to be teaching. What, what's happening in the church. This is what you need to focus on yeah, right here. We, we, mm-hmm. I, I don't care about your words. Right. I, I don't care about yeah. your illustrations. So we're not I don't talking care about, about charismatic your stories. I don't care, yeah, I don't care about your creative. Your personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be creative. Don't let me create it. You, you need to teach the once for all faith delivered to the yes, saints, yes, right? Yeah. Uh, again and again and again. Yeah. Exhort in sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. Mm-hmm. And then next week, exhort in sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. Right. Uh, we don't need, you know, if you come up with a PowerPoint presentation or laser light show or, you know, you, all that stuff's great and wonderful, you know, and, and you know, when you have buildings and you can have programs and multimedia, you can go do all that. But exhort in sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. Refute those who contradict. Right. Exhort in sound doctrine. Refute those who contradict. It is the singular mm-hmm. thing that the church is to be about. And so that's why Titus, that's why Timothy, these books are so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, um, uh, you know, the, the elders uh, are to be trained. Someone's got to teach them, right? Mm-hmm. This, this just fall out of fall out of the sky. Right. Right, someone uh, they have to be taught the words of the apostles and prophets, mm-hmm. so that they can teach others. Uh, and this is what Paul's going to tell to Timothy in Second Timothy: These mm-hmm. words which you've heard from me, in the presence of many witnesses, teach to faithful men who are able to teach others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you train up elders, mm-hmm. and those elders then are to uh, to protect the once for all faith. Delivered to the saints, they are to speak things fitting for sound doctrine. They're to exhort the church in sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. And mm-hmm. and in the new uh, New Testament, the first century, those who contradicted most heavily uh, in almost every letter were the Jews. And, and in Titus, it's the mm-hmm. Jews that are refuting uh, as well. They they're paying attention to uh, Jewish myths. Uh, they are professing to know God. Uh, but they deny him by their deeds, uh, and uh, they, 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 you know. So, so uh, Paul uh, mm. Paul is going to exhort Titus. He's going to say, "But as for you, Titus, mm-hmm. you speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine, mm-hmm. right? Old men are, and here's the things that are fitting for sound. You, this is what you tell the old men. This is what you tell the old women. This is what you tell the young men. This is what you tell the bond slaves. This is what you tell because these things are fitting for sound doctrine." Mm-hmm. Remind them of this. Teach them of this. Appoint elders. And then the elders, you instruct the elders, and then they're going to teach this. And, mm-hmm. and so uh, the, the 
the the you know in the church in the early church they had this thing called apostolic succession right mm-hmm. uh, we, we don't do that much uh, we don't talk about that anymore uh, but in the early church it was very important that I was taught by Paul who was was taught by Clement who was taught yeah. by Paul who was taught by uh, and so it, it was t- meant to be trained mm-hmm. taught uh, the faith and and there wasn't a you know Let's hand out copies of the Bible and wish you luck and go learn it on your own. That's not, that's not, they didn't have copies of their Bible. So are you saying it'd be okay to slow things down <laughs> and dig in? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the problem is uh, that we have to have a general understanding of the whole story, mm-hmm. um, what God's been up to from creation to the end. Uh, and then what he was doing in the Old Testament, what he was doing in the mm-hmm. person of Christ, what he was doing during the ch- so so that you know so we can't just you know start with going a million right. you know miles but right. um, but the the ones who are entrusted mm-hmm. in this day and age with the once for all faith delivered to the saints mm-hmm. are the elders, mm-hmm. are the overseers, are the pastors, are the teachers. Yeah, that is a huge. Responsibility, yeah. Yeah. and the reason why the church is is, is such a wreck uh, is because elders are failing, pastors yeah. are failing, failing. Uh, overseers are failing to know the once for all faith delivered to the saints, <clears throat> and then to teach it, to exhort mm-hmm. in sound doctrine, to stand on that and say we will not compromise, yeah. uh, and to to refute those who contradict. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we, we're going to talk a lot about. <clears throat> What Paul teaches uh, Timothy to do, what Paul teaches Titus to do, uh, but also why these qualifications for elder are so important, mm-hmm. uh, of overseer are so important, because literally uh, the uh, uh, the handing down of the faith from generation to generation depends mm-hmm. upon elders, uh, overseers, pastors, teachers, evangelists being faithful to the once for all faith delivered to mm-hmm. the saints. You got to know it. Before you can exhort in it right. and refute those who contradict it. If you don't know what it is, you can't refute those who contradict right. it. If you know right. what it means to contradict it, so <clears throat> this is a huge study that we're we're uh, you know. So we want to kind of lump in our minds on lump Titus and Timothy together because it's addressing the same thing. It's the mm-hmm. appointing of elders and in in Timothy the appointing of, de- of deacons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even deaconesses. Right. Um, you know, depending upon how we. Handle that passage, but uh, um, but the the officers in the church, their job, their role is so important mm-hmm. uh, to the uh, to the vitality, the sustainability mm-hmm. of the church. Uh, and uh, uh, the good news is, uh, the church can always uh, repent. The church mm-hmm. can always uh, return to uh, you know the the. Uh, once for all faith delivered to the saints, as Jude's going to say. And Jude, Jude's going to say, I wanted to write about our common salvation, but I couldn't do that because mm-hmm. I got to warn you about these false teachers are coming. Right. Well, <clears throat> false teachers were in the Old Testament. Peter says in Second Peter that just as there were false prophets among the people, there will be false teachers among you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the false prophets always were trying to lead people astray, mm-hmm. lead Israel astray. Uh, there's... There were false teachers in the first century. There were false teachers in the second century, in the third century, in the fourth. And there are false teachers today. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we're false teachers, right? So 
How do we know when we're teaching know? falsely? Mm-hmm. We have to know the once for all faith delivered to the saints. We have to know uh, the the sound doctrine, the teaching of Christ, the teaching of the apostles, the teaching of the prophets, the teaching of the Lord, mm-hmm. so that we can exhort in sound doctrine. So that's where we're headed. Okay. In uh, Titus and uh, and uh, Timothy, that both of these uh, letters were written. Uh, Titus was written to to Titus. Mm-hmm. See how that works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and Titus was on an island <clears throat> of Crete, uh, and uh, and the antagonists are are Jews. Um, he's they're they're claiming to teach things from the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timothy, uh, Paul is writing to Timothy and. Timothy is stationed in Ephesus. That's why we're going to stay in Ephesus mm-hmm. after we mm-hmm. uh, do First Timothy. Uh, we're going to do the Book of Ephesians, um, and um, uh, and Timothy is also dealing with some of the the same issues, the Jewish uh, antagonists who are mm-hmm. teaching uh, some things, and and that that's to be expected since uh, the the Christ is the promised Messiah of Israel. There are those in Israel who were saying he's not the promised Messiah of Israel, and they're trying to teach others and lead others astray. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also uh, other ways that the church is led astray by lust and by uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, becoming by, friends with the world. Yeah, by yeah, becoming friends with the world, and so mm-hmm. uh, and so those things are certainly going to be in there as well. And that's that Satan's been Satan's ploy for uh, for from quite a while beginning. now. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, from the from Genesis chapter three until yep. today, he's mm-hmm. he's been doing the same thing. So. Uh, so chapter 3, verse 5. Uh, so uh, Paul's going to remind Titus, he saved us not on the basis of deeds which were done in righteousness. You can just hear mm-hmm. the Jew saying, yep. we're saved uh, we on the, the basis law. of deeds done in righteousness. No, you're not, because you don't do any deeds. Basically. <laughs> uh, but according to his mercy, right. by the washing of regeneration and the renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Christ Jesus, our Savior. So that's the, the mm-hmm. core message, and mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to return to that uh, over and over as we mm-hmm. go through this book. Well, David, just I want to encourage some of the men who are thinking through this. I, I've been following along in the podcast. Uh, we're talking, uh, you know, life in the church, elders, sound doctrine, uh, in case they may be overwhelmed with the task in front of them. I, I like how you've kind of put things together with the podcast, the the overview of Genesis to Revelation. Just learn the story and connecting the story. And the, the neat part about this is that then we can fill in the gaps yep. along yep. the way. We can yep. take our time. For, and one of the things I want to encourage other pastors that we're looking at here at Champion is we want to start our kids with learning the big story and filling in the gaps as they grow older and encouraging our children and parents being able to talk about the story. And so for me as a pastor, this is very exciting Yeah, because it takes all of us and we're here and we're, we're jumping into the story and we get to fill in the gaps along the way. And so it's, and as you, you've said this before, man, you, you, when you see things for the first time, you can't unsee them. It's that's great. Right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, that, that's so I it. just want to encourage them, jump into the journey. It's it's yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah, and we're honored to be a part of a, a part of it. And mm-hmm. if y'all who are who are listening, look, we. Um, I remember when I started this, my understanding of the Bible. I walked mm-hmm. into my first seminary class saying, "I want to learn the Bible." And mm-hmm. This professor Charlie Bayless was teaching the Bible, and, <laughs> and then all these Dallas seminary professors and. 
And uh, all of a sudden, it started to make sense. It made a little mm-hmm. more sense, a little more sense. And mm-hmm. so I've had the uh, the luxury of, for, you know, 20 some odd years, 23, 24 years, basically all day, every day. This is what I do. And I get to, I get to, I get to teach it. I've teach it. I taught these books over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over. Mm-hmm. And, and so just because of the training that was given to me, uh, you know, while you pastors are out there, you know, dealing with, you know, this crisis this week and this crisis next week and this crisis <laughs> today and tomorrow and, this, uh, and then trying to figure out how to, you know, preach yeah. a sermon and teach a sermon and, and you're just really drinking from the fire hydrant. We want to be a resource for y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to be a resource for, for anyone out there, parents, uh, mm-hmm. you know, teachers, you mm-hmm. want to know the Bible. Uh, you can do this. Yes, uh, I think the Bible, um, you kind of see the Bible, you go, this is overwhelming. There's no way I could learn all 66 of these books. There's no way. Yeah, you can. Yes. You can. Uh, it is a single story. Yep. It's a simple story. And once you know the story, you can, you know, as you said, you, you can anticipate. You, you know what's yeah. coming, yeah. right? You if you know the it. story, you say, okay, if I'm in the book, if I'm in... The Gospels, uh, the promised Messiah of the Old Testament is going to show up. Israel's going to reject him, so he's going to train his disciples to go take mm-hmm. the gospel mm-hmm. to the Gentiles. That's in all four of the Gospels: mm-hmm. uh, Luke, Acts, and then Matthew, uh, Mark, uh, and John. Uh, and so that's what you're going to expect. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you start to expect. I, I know what this is going to say. Then you're reading. Mm-hmm. Hey, see, there it sure is. Sure enough, there right? it is so, again. Uh, because you know where you are in the story, and yes. so so uh, that's what we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we also. Want to be a resource to to train up and encourage uh, mm-hmm. people who who have a desire to be an elder. It's a good thing mm-hmm. that you desire to be an elder to to devote your life to ministry, to devote your life to service of the Lord in the church, in the mm-hmm. local body, mm-hmm. in the church. Um, but don't bring yourself under judgment mm-hmm. by becoming a false teacher and leading right. people astray. Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren. We just finished with that right. uh, in James, in, uh, in James. Mm-hmm. and and so we want to encourage you. Um, but maybe we ought to scare you away from being an elder <laughs> until you're ready. Or, yeah. uh, but but we all ought to grow in maturity to the yeah. point where where we're mature in our faith. Whether yeah. you're a have a position of elder, pastor, overseer, deacon, teacher, or not, yeah. uh, we're all to grow in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, David, thank you. Looking forward to this walking through Titus and Timothy and just that whole. Uh, scene there in Ephesus and what's going on. So thank you for this. And if you're listening to the podcast, be encouraged, stay the course, endure well, and uh, join with us and just looking for the return of our Savior. Titus, here we come. Here we go. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.